I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes. Unless you're driving or operating some kind of heavy machinery, now take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let any tension in your body go. And let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe, all is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in. And exhale out loud with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of To Be Honest, and a very warm welcome to our first-time listeners. In this episode, I would like to explore with you the different disciplines of psychology. So, what is psychology? Psychology is the scientific study of mind and behavior. So, the benefit of studying psychology is that it can help people gain a deeper and richer understanding of themselves as human beings, and also help to promote insights into their own actions, as well as a better understanding of other people. Psychology also seeks to understand and explain how individuals and groups function, think, feel, and behave. 
It includes a wide range of topics, from understanding the cognitive processes of memory and decision making to studying emotional reactions, personality traits, and social interactions. Now, let me share with you a few key disciplines of psychology. First is clinical psychology. According to the American Psychological Association, clinical psychology is the psychological specialty that provides continuing and comprehensive mental and behavioral health care for individuals and families. Consultation to agencies and communities, training, education, and supervision, and research-based practice. Now, this discipline of psychology is mainly concerned with the assessment and treatment of mental illness, abnormal behavior, and psychiatric problems. So, a clinical psychologist's job is to address behavioral and mental health issues faced by individuals across the lifespan, and that includes intellectual, emotional. Psychological, social, and behavioral male adjustments. Next is cognitive psychology. Now, this branch explores mental processes like memory, perception, problem solving, decision making, and language. So, a cognitive psychologist investigates how people process information and make sense of the world. A practical example can be that a cognitive psychologist conducts an experiment to study the effect of multitasking on memory retention. Next is counseling psychology. Carl Rogers, an American psychologist, he coined the term counseling. So, counseling psychology is a general practice that focuses on how people function both personally and in their relationships at all ages. It addresses the emotional, social, work, school, and physical health concerns people may have at different stages in their lives. So this branch of psychology also focuses on typical life stressors and more severe issues with which people may struggle as individuals and as a part of families, groups, and organizations. So counseling psychologists help people with physical, emotional, and mental health issues. To improve their sense of well-being, alleviate feelings of distress, and resolve crises, they also provide assessment, diagnosis, and treatment of more severe psychological symptoms. Okay, next is developmental psychology. Developmental psychologists studies how individuals change and develop throughout their lifespan, from infancy to old age. They explore physical, cognitive, emotional, and social changes that occur during different life stages. For example, a developmental psychologist observes and tracks the milestones in language acquisition of toddlers between the age of one to three. Next is educational psychology. 
this field focuses on understanding how people learn and develop within educational settings. So, an educational psychologist works to improve teaching methods, design effective learning environments, and address learning difficulties. An example can be an educational psychologist assesses the impact of a new teaching approach on students' academic performance in a specific subject. Next is forensic psychology. Forensic psychologist applies psychological principles to legal and criminal justice contexts. They assess mental competency. Provide expert testimony and assist in criminal investigations. An example can be that a forensic psychologist evaluates the mental state of an individual accused of a crime to determine if they are fit to stand trial. Next is health psychology. Health psychologists study the psychological factors that influence physical health and well-being. Now, this discipline of psychology focuses on how social, psychological, and biological factors combine to influence human health and illness. It is the study of understanding how psychological factors influence health and how to apply this knowledge constructively. So, health psychologists can improve health by working directly with individual clients or. Indirectly in large-scale public health programs. The next discipline of psychology is industrial organizational psychology. So, industrial organizational psychologists apply psychological principles to the workplace. They study employee behavior, motivation, job satisfaction, and work performance to improve productivity and organizational effectiveness. A practical example can be that an industrial organizational psychologist designs a job satisfaction survey to assess employee morale and identify areas for improvement within a company. Next discipline of psychology is social psychology. Social psychologists examine how individuals' thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are influenced by the presence and actions of others. So, in other words, they explore topics like group dynamics, social perception, conformity, and attitudes. An example can be that a social psychologist conducts a study to understand the factors that influence bystander intervention in emergency situations. All right, the last discipline of psychology I'm going to share is sports psychology. To be honest, this discipline of psychology is getting more and more popular these days. So, sports psychology is a specialized branch of psychology that focuses on the mental and emotional aspects of sports performance, physical activity, and exercise. It is not unusual to see top athletes to have their own sports psychologist.
So it involves understanding how psychological factors influence an individual's athletic performance, motivation, skill development, and overall well-being. Sports psychologists work with athletes, coaches, teams, and exercises to enhance mental skills, improve mental toughness, manage stress, and optimize overall performance. So you may ask why psychology is considered a science. It is considered science because psychology takes the empirical approach. Psychologists use empirical methods to gather data and test hypotheses systematically. They conduct experiments and studies to gather evidence that can be objectively analyzed and replicated. We psychologists strive to remain unbiased and objective in their research and interpretation of results, minimizing personal beliefs and prejudices. Psychological research formulates testable hypotheses, allowing scientists to evaluate and refine theories based on evidence. Therefore, the modalities we use with our clients they are evidence-based. Another reason why psychology is considered science is that the scientific study of psychology involves systematic observation and data collection using standardized methods and measurements, and its replicability. Meaning, good scientific research should be replicable. Meaning, other researchers can conduct similar studies to verify or challenge the initial findings. Another reason is its theoretical frameworks. Psychology is built upon theoretical frameworks that help explain phenomena and predict behaviors, encouraging scientific exploration and development. Another reason why psychology is considered a science because of the peer review. Research findings in psychology undergo rigorous peer review, ensuring the validity and reliability of the work before publication in scientific journals. And the last reason is ethics. Ethical guidelines govern psychological research to protect the rights and well-being of human and animal subjects. There you have it, my dear audience. I trust by now you have a better understanding of the different disciplines of psychology. As a scientific discipline, psychology contributes valuable insights into understanding human behavior and mental processes, which can be applied to improve various aspects of individual and societal well-being. Thank you for listening, my audience. I appreciate you, and until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website. 
www.drbarbarakiao.com. D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com. Dr.